Is there any truth to red sky at night, sailor's delight, red sky in morning, sailor take warning? And does it apply to gardening at all? That's what we're going to figure out. Is it fact or fiction? Right here on the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening. We are your hosts, Ben and Batavia, and you can find me gardening in the country. And you'll find me gardening in the city. Get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, where we learn to grow and grow for change. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck. I hope you're enjoying the show today. If you could do us a simple favor and share this show or any one of our other shows on your social media, it would help us greatly. All we want is to help people grow in their gardens. And this is the one thing that we can do to get more people exposed to gardening and help them be successful in their gardens. What do you think, Batavia? Do you think it's true or not? Right off the top of your head. Yes, I believe it's true. You think so? Mm-hmm. So, truth moment. When we did the original research for this, there I found a website somewhere on the billions out there that had it worded <laughs> so it was for gardeners, but I can't find it now. So, we're going to go with sailors, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky in morning, sailors take warning. So... Why do but there you are, think there are details uh, in the farmer farmer's almanac that support that little uh, limerick there that you just shared? So I think we're still connected we're to good. gardening. Yeah, I think we're okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so limerick, I like that. Mm. I don't even know what it means, but I like. It. I'll take it. I don't know if I've ever used that word before, but here it I is. I don't think you have, but <laughs> 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 hey, New Year, New Batavia, still in effect. So. Break it down for us, Batavia. What are your thoughts about this? <laughs> I shared my thoughts. I said I believed it. Oh, that no, was it. In, all, in all seriousness, one of the things I've enjoyed about kind of these, you know, true or false and, you know, your garden myths and all, just the ways that people um, were able to garden without all of the tools that we have every day, like in our current world um, and little sayings like that um, which and the reason why I believed off the top of my head is just the idea of you know the difference in the sky is absolutely going to be connected to kind of what the which is the giveaway here how the weather is going to turn out the next day that's the piece that we haven't said yet yeah it does it's directly related to weather and um, I'm sure that a lot of people may or may not know that in a previous life of mine, years ago, I actually lived at sea and worked at sea for 10 years. So I have direct experience with this and we would live and die by the way. Well, we didn't die, obviously, but you know, <laughs> we would live by what the sky looked like, how the weather was and all that stuff. And so, you know, And you wake up in the morning and let's just take away the sailor part and you go outside. I mean, the first Mm -hmm. thing you do as a gardener is you look up and say, is it going to rain today? I don't Mm -hmm. care if your man on the TV tells you 30%, 80%, you still get up and look at it. And at night, who doesn't like a good sunset? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. really? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. One of the things, though, um, that I've adjusted to and if, before it was even about the garden, a guy I worked with so many years ago made a comment around kind of um, how sensitive do we are to rain. Like you see when it's raining outside, people are like just, you know, running for cover. And yeah. f- funny enough, that comment resonated with me because I was one of those people running for cover. And it may have also been, you know, kind of a this change in the style of my hair where I just take it easy when it rains, you know, you, you won't catch me, you know, a hood or a um, umbrella or not, you know, I'm not running right. from a store to my car door. I'm just, you know, walking it slowly. Um, but I say that because in the garden, so fast forward in the garden, um, if you know that there's, you know, rain coming and you're trying to get something done, right. Um, Maybe years ago, I would just pack everything up because rain, it looks like it's about to rain. The clouds are out there. Um, now it really needs to start coming down. Like even when there starts to be like drop drops and drizzles, even I'm going to continue to work through it because I've been out there far too many times where it just passes. Yeah, you know? it does just pass. And, and so a buddy of mine told me, he, he told me one time, he's like, you know, everybody was running in from a rainstorm. He's like, why are you running? I was like, I don't really want to get wet. And he's like, well, did you know that when you run, you push yourself through the water faster mm-hmm. so you actually get more wet? And I was like, I don't know if that's true, but for the past 15 or so years, I've lived by that too. So <laughs> I don't run in the rain. Plus, yeah, I don't want to slip yeah. and bust masks because that's been done to yeah. death and it is not yeah. fun. I saw a funny video recently of somebody I know that slipped and fell. It was hilarious, but mm. And was she great. is has recovered fully because it's new year, new her and something like sitting on an icy backyard step does not deter her. I, so I, I tried, I tried to let her put, re, make me make a video repost it and it was going to be funny, but anyways, um, I sympathize with you for that. Thank so you. do you know where the basis of this comes from? Like what makes the sky red? No, I don't. Okay. So, um, when I was going to school for, you know, um, fisheries and basically living on ships and stuff, um, the, the sky turns red because of the amount of dust, at least in our area where we live on the East coast, it comes, it's the dust that comes off of Africa. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes it red. So that's why you, when you see these things, you can say, Hey, red sky in the morning because of the way the winds blow naturally, mm-hmm. it can push it away or it can bring it to you. And so you know which way the wind is going to come. You know how much dust is in the air. And what that does is that spreads it out and the water can attach to it. So it gives you a good idea of, I mean, it's not like, all right, there's the red sky at night. We're going to get, and it's this shade of red. So we're going to get about 3.5 inches of rain and it's going <laughs> to fall at a rate of four out. You know, it's not going to do it like that, but it definitely gives you an idea. So like this morning I woke up and the sky was red and I looked out and I said, I said, David, and he goes, yes, daddy. I said, red sky in morning. And he goes, sailor take warning. And I was like, watch. <laughs> and so by the end of the day, I guarantee you one or two things is going to happen. Either we're going to get higher winds or we're going to get more rain. One of the two. And we already know by looking into the forecast that like in the next day or so, there's a huge cold front coming in. And so that's going to bring unsettled weather as well. So we're already seeing the precursor to that because it doesn't necessarily mean today is the day. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But it can be a precursor to what's coming. So we know that in the morning, the dust was coming off of Africa and coming close to the East Coast. And then that's where that cold front's coming from. So it's kind of coming from the South. Does that and make sense? Pers- yeah. I think, I mean, I guess as much as yeah. I, I want to understand, you know, red skies. <laughs> 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 well, it's kind of cool that we can see the dust from Africa all the way over here. That's what's mm. cool to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, a, a part of this is it's one of those subtle reminders and depending on how much water you get, maybe it's not so subtle. One of those subtle reminders of how much is not in our control, which I yeah. think it's really healthy to get to remain connected to that. Um, so that's just generally, but specifically in our garden, right? Um, much bigger uh, than us. And it's. It's interesting to me because then you apply like any places that get droughts, right? That are right. currently living in droughts, which we won't get into that arm of this. Um, but I mean, I, if you go back to, and it's probably not a limerick. I think there's something musical about about limericks, but I don't know. Anyway, um, if you go back to the idea of this saying, and it's interesting because the other ones we've been doing, they they really were rooted primarily in gardening, where this one has kind of been adapted, if you will. Um, yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. I mean, the reason why it stuck out to me was, I mean, like I said, it was on like a gardening thing and it was broken down like that. But when I read it, it, it didn't have, If I'm assuming... Let's just assume for a second that limerick means it rhymes or something. It's like catchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, the saying was not catchy at all. It was kind of pitiful. <laughs> but I knew what the gist of it was. Mm-hmm. And most people know, you know, the sailor's delight thing. So, yeah. But I think it's like you said, you don't have any control over it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really cool to be able to step outside and look up and just get that. Like, OK, something's going to happen. We don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. Especially as we're moving so fast in our lives, right? Yes. You know, so um, in addition to the sky being, you know, kind of dictating what may happen in these coming days, my mom has served um, as that for winter weather. So um, I've already gotten my first call of the season that says, hey, is it cold enough for you? Which means that we are going to be in frigid temp soon and which yeah. means that I'm transitioning into socks uh, but in all seriousness um, it's again just that way to connect to a thing and it's in your subconscious right you know so you may not verbally say oh you know look at the sky um, but it's going to register if you are someone that believes in these kinds of things yeah right do you think it makes yeah. you a better gardener to kind of understand this if you believe it hell yeah I think okay. it is. I mean, I think any tool you use that nature can key you into something that's going to change the environment mm-hmm. in which you're going to be working or as we are growing food, mm-hmm. I think that makes you better in itself because I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, and I'm going to say it out loud, Weatherbug is full of crap. Okay. <laughs> Last year, if y'all looked at Weatherbug, it didn't look like we were going to get out of the mid 80s all summer. And we were like ni- oh, high yeah. 90s, you know, triple digits. They never get it right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's and your weatherman. I mean, it's like the weather, like the old saying. I don't even know if it's an old saying, but it's like, that's the best job ever. You can be wrong 75 percent of the time and still make a good paycheck. You know what I mean? And it's true. But when you can key into these things, we know like, hey, something's going to happen. Something mm-hmm. adverse is going to happen. Right. 
But when the sky is red at night, we know that it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, so like here where I live in North Carolina, we have um, a thing where it's like the the November sky is fire. Like November fire is what we call it. The, the uh, sunsets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I surf. If, if you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. And when we see those sunsets, we know that we're not going to get surf because there's a period of time throughout the year. There's periods of time in which we don't get a lot of winds. Mm-hmm. So we don't get a lot of surf. And then in return, we don't get a lot of rain. And November is usually that calmer period before things really start to ramp up for the season change and stuff like that. Yeah. So we will get these vibrant, vibrant sunsets at night. And we know mm-hmm. that, you know, generally speaking, there's always going to be a yes or a no. You know, it may or may not. But generally speaking, we know that that means at night it's a sailor's delight there's not going to be a lot of wind coming in and it's going to be fairly dry. You know, what's funny, um, and I'm going to call this a fact, a Batavia fact. I, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> let's not get that excited about it. I rarely, <laughs> rarely watch um, like the local weather, like on television um, or even like online, like during the summer. Yeah. Right. Like I solely look at like my weather app, you know, right. um, because our weather is pretty consistent. You know, there aren't any warnings or, you know, and during the winter I do. I'm t- in tune with it because, you know, again, um, the call of it's cold enough for you is coming. Uh, and then probably as we get um closer to the average last fall and I never really thought about it and so now like when we get closer to the average last fall I'm a little bit more in tune with kind of what the weather person has said um, but it's funny because I've completely been reliant on what my phone is telling me and in part it's because your local weather is in most cases giving you your three day five day seven day forecast yeah. and as a gardener I'm really you know in those on either side of the, the summer I'm looking beyond that point I want to know what 10 days out looks like I want to know what 14 days out looks like. Right. Um, and while the you know red sky won't tell me that, um, I'm less concerned about what's happening once we get to that part of the, the season um, and just kind of managing around convenience of working in the garden then versus, you know, vegetables or flowers like dying based on the weather, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. And it's just, and see, I'm the opposite. I don't really watch the weather, man, in the winter. Because we generally mm. don't get a lot of snow and ice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in the summer, we have to pay attention to it because of hurricanes and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's really, I mean, that's where we differ. But I'm the same way. Like, I like to, and I mean, I'm, I'm very realistic when it comes. So weather is like my thing. I'm like a little weather geek. But I'm very realistic knowing that, like, if I look out past five days and if I go to 10 or 14 days, mm-hmm. then I know that that actually is not going to be as accurate, but I still yeah. get some kind of like confirmation. If mm-hmm. not, I get a warm, fuzzy feeling in my tummy when I know in the spring it's about to be warm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like a benefit that you have of that. But picking up on these cues and it's like, you know, where we live at the beach, if the birds come in mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, inland, then we know that there's a storm, you know, there's a storm offshore. And, you know, vice versa. So there's all these different things that we can cue in on. I can't. Oh, and another one in the. So you're going to like this, Batavia. The other day I told we got an ice storm. It was like we mm-hmm. get about every three years we get some kind of wintry mix. Mm-hmm. 
we got about a half inch of ice. And I told David, I said, look, if you hear thunder, that means it's going to snow within like a week or two. Right. Because that's always a saying I heard too. Okay. I heard thunder, daddy. Daddy, I heard thunder. Did you hear that thunder? I heard thunder. I'm like, you ain't gonna make it happen. I mean, (laughs) but he was like, he was hard up to make it, you know, sound like it was about to snow. So that's another thing to hear about because I mean, how often do you hear thunder in the wintertime? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Good point. Very rarely. The only time I've really heard it is in like blizzards and stuff when I lived up north Mm -hmm. and they were scary too. Yeah. For us, it's um, snow is normally followed by you know, a real cold front, you know, so get prepared if you will. But fortunately there's little gardening that I'm doing in those situations, little outside gardening, I should say. Um, So it's just, again, kind of hunkering down and and living to guard another day. So we'll see. And one of the things too is I, you know, I just posted some pictures on Instagram of my um, vegetables that I had growing. They were coated in ice Mm-hmm. And David was like, Daddy, they're going to die. And I was like, actually, son, it's a good thing because now they're insulated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. when the storm was here, you know, it was like 32 degrees is barely freezing. And mm-hmm. then the next night it was like 17 degrees. And the reason for that is because when the clouds roll out and if you look up, if you go outside today and you look up and your sky is pure blue. You mm-hmm. know it's going to be cold because there's no blanket of clouds keeping the heat trapped inside of the earth, inside between the earth's crust and the sky mm-hmm. to warm it. So there's all these little things. And just knowing that, like if I go outside tonight, I'm like, I go outside, I'm like, damn, it's pretty blue. I know it's going to be cold, you know, colder than normal. Mm, okay. So I don't know if, I, if I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I learned that the hard way. Again, being on a boat. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, in the grand scheme of things, let's rate this one. Red sky mm-hmm. at night, sailors delight. Red sky in morning, sailors take warning. And we're going to give it one out of five shovels of compost. So, one being, it's crap, never live by it. And five being, I'd live by it, live or die by it. Which one would you give it, Batavia? I'm going to go a uh, four. Firm. I'm going to give it a... I'm gonna give it a six, a firm six. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty hard up on this one. So okay. Um, if you've seen so, some so of again, our other if ones, we one through five. Okay, I just want to make sure I understood the numbering. Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. I was yeah, being dramatic. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've seen our other ones, you know that there is. We've gone over a few of these factor fictions that are just mm-hmm. not really working for us. So it's yeah, nice to I'm get pretty- one that we believe in. I'm pretty quick to, to shut it down if I'm not feeling it. You're faster than I am at it, actually. Yeah, listen, now we need to be assertive in some of these things. We just can't have everything up in the air. <laughs> Look, aren't you glad that this episode is now 20 minutes? Because we would be rushing. <laughs> um, Absolutely, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, you heard it here. Now you know how to tell the weather. Don't look at your your weather apps anymore. Don't do any of that crap. Just go look at the sky. All right. Everybody be safe. Be cool. Right here. Fact or fiction. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, see ya. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. Over on our website, BackyardGardensTV.com. And then we have Patreon at Backyard Gardens. And don't forget to check out our links below to help the show. Thank you so much for joining us as we learn to grow and grow for change. Cut. 
Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck! We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners.